everybody. You're listening to What's Your Number? The chronicles of two well-traveled women as told through sexual experiences. I'm Olivia and I'm in Barcelona. And I'm Mariah recording from Boston. This is the podcast where we tell each other the story of every person we've ever slept with, starting with number one. I don't know how I became the one who counts us down. I know, but I like it. It's it just feels like it's like our my role in the relationship. Yeah, no, you you do you do count down. I'm the counter downer. Yeah, you're like, listen, it's happening. Three, two, one, go. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, I um, I'm sorry. I just I need to shut my window. No, you're all good. Let's just leave it rolling. I thought that I would be able to leave it open and then the children started no. screaming and I was like, yeah, that's yeah. really a bad idea. It's so hot in here. It's a bit late for you over there, huh? It a? is. It's, it is. It's a bit late over here in uh, yeah. Barcelona. It's, um, I don't know, were we I doing was... a Fargo accent? I thought that's what was I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we were doing. I just wanted to say A and then I was like, it just sounds unnatural. So I said, huh? And that sounded even more unnatural. Um, <laughs> it's something yeah. about that just made me think Minnesota. But uh, yeah. Minnesota. I, um, yeah, it's like 10. It's 10. But like, what is time? You know, like I saw the sunrise today. So yeah, what is and time? And how, till four. your new job, are you like nine to five on that or? You know, yeah. Yes, I think so. It's weird. Like, it feels like people go in early and, like, stay late, but then it's, like, take breaks in the middle of the day. I, it's a it's flexible, I guess. And you, like, work from home? Um, from but, home. like, can go in? Okay. No, there's nowhere to go in. There's nowhere to go in. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, a figurative sense of the word. Um, oh, flexible. When you said go in. Or, or you're like, some people go in early. So I was like, oh. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yes. I, yeah. Some people log on early. But I, I yep. think it might be more performative than anything else. Oh, definitely. Perfectly One million honest. percent. Because it's like, yeah, definitely, you're in bed in your jammies and you're just sending yeah. the slack to the group. I mean. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure we need to do this, though. Fucking slack is like the bane of my existence. Yeah, truly, truly. Are you, do, can you go into a place or? No. Well, there's actually, they just, um, there are offices. There's an office in California and an office in, they just set up an office in Boston. Okay. But I just left Boston. So. Ironically. Okay. Ironically. Yeah. So I would have loved to have gone to the office. I like occasionally, but I also love living in New York. So, um, yeah, there that's where go. I'm at. That's where I'm you. at with it. I hear. I you. mean, I really like. I really do love Boston, though. Boston is great. Yeah, it seems like you had a fun year there. I did. I did. It, it was great, and like, I think I would have been happy staying, but I definitely like. There's just an energy about New York that's really exciting to be part of. People say that. 
people do say that. And people it's, it's, it I do, I, I would not want to live in Manhattan. I will say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really would not. Um, but I do love like Brooklyn life a little bit, especially like when you don't really have a commute or anything, you're just kind of like, you're in yeah, it. Yeah. Right. Brooklyn with no commute. I mean, pretty idyllic. Yep. Amazing. Exactly. Um, Something that's not idyllic yeah. is... Uh, there you go. There's a segue for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, this is like one of those stories that I'm like, I, I, it sounded like a good idea at one point in time for us to start digging up these like uncomfortable moments, uncomfortable, confusing moments in the past. And mm-hmm. now it just, it's like, why did we do this? I wasn't really going to tell the story. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I, I feel like I can't not if this is like, you know, if we're telling stories about my life, my sexual history, this feels like it has to be part of it, you know? Okay. Yeah. For integrity's sake. So, and I'm nothing if not integral. No. (laughs) You are integral. You're an integral part of this podcast. Um, Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is there such a lame, sorry, that was a lame, (laughs) such a lame thing to say. And nothing if not an integer. Um, I loved it. I cool. Okay, I think I might know where this is going. You're like um, cool. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're like cool. Okay, can't wait to hear this dark, he, twisted, yeah. sordid tale. No, but like I'm always, I'm always here to here to hear the stories. Obviously, as are you. Is there like anything? You know. That's fine. Go right ahead. I will listen. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, um, honestly, I do want to like, I feel like this is one to like get, you know, get some, have some discussion around. Um, the story itself is fairly small. So Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, this story takes place as many of them do, um, in Missoula in Uh a dark, (laughs) dark, cold place. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, our music, our Missoula music. Um, it's actually the same trip to Missoula as last episode. Um, my number 20, which was my first hookup with a woman. Um, it was, you know, just to refresh your memory, it was like dark, it was cold, and I was DTF. Mm-hmm. So toward the end of that trip, after the hookup with my friend, um, I met up with an old roommate and her boyfriend and a few of his guy friends for some drinks. And, um, I hadn't seen her in a while and it was just like, it was super fun to like meet up with her. And I really liked her and her boyfriend. Um, they were really cool people. Like we, when I lived together with them, my last year in college, we'd have like naked parties and like, they're just very cool people. Um, so these friends of his friend of like her boyfriend's friends were a little bit older than us. They were like a couple years older than me these people were a little bit older than them. So they're like a little Mm -hmm. bit old, you know, much older than me. I would say like, like a bit, like I'd probably say like put them at five to seven years older than me around there. Um, and so I'm going to change a few details of the story to kind of just like protect their identity a little bit. I don't know why I felt the need to say that, but, um, (laughs) that's cool. Yeah. Not that it's like they, their identities need protecting, but, Um, so yeah, one of them was new to town, um, had moved there in the last few years. And then another one of them was just his friend who was visiting and yeah, we, we were kind of having a grand old time. Um, it was just like a very cozy atmosphere, you know, 
Um, the cold was like raging outside and the lights were flickering inside and our drinks were clanking, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really like, I, I, you know, was really vibing with everyone there. Um, I think I walked in late, like all in a flurry, you know, and, um, there were a lot of jokes and, and jolly greetings and then a lot of laughter, you know, and it was just kind of like a whole scene. It was very cute. Very cute. Um, so I kind of noticed that one of the friends um, was A, very handsome, and B, kind of watching me. Okay. Um, but I was like, mm, I don't know. You know, it's kind of one of those things in your head where you're like, is he looking at me? And then you're like, maybe, maybe not, whatever. But I think at this point, I'm kind of starting to pick up on sexual tension a little bit better than I did <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> You know, when you're younger, like, oh, like what? Like, I don't know what's going on. But like now I'm like, okay, I totally know what's going on. I, I get it. I get what's being thrown down. Um, yeah. So we moved on to a different bar and um, kind of continued with our little, our jolly little evening. Uh, the conversation was very like boisterous, you know, and it kind of turned to our first times and sex stories. Um, one of the friends uh, mentioned that his first time was with his childhood babysitter, you know, oh. that was the kind of thing that we were chit-chatting about. Okay. Um, so when the bar is closed and it was time to go home, for some reason, um, one of the friends invited me to just like stay at his house. You know, he's like, he had a big house. It was super close to downtown and there were like extra beds and he was like, you know, yeah, just crash here. And I, you know, that, I don't really know why. Like I wouldn't do that same thing now. Now I'd be like, I must go home to my friend's house at all costs, you know, but for some reason at that, at this age, I'm like, whatever. And I think also, you know, the other friend, um, so the friend with the house is not the friend who was like flirting with me. Okay. Not the, the friend who was friend. visiting is the friend who was flirting with me. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, yeah, I was like picking up that vibe and I was like, oh, well, if I stay at the house where yeah. he's also staying, Maybe something will happen, you know? Yeah, get it in. <laughs> right, right. Which I was definitely down for. So we all said goodnight. I kind of settled in, like, probably like clockwork, like five minutes later. There was a knock at the door and he came inside. And handsome so we. Man. Handsome friend. Handsome man. Handsome man. Um, he was very, like, and uh, similar to your number 20, like, he was like a men's man, you know? He was mm. like, he was just like tall, sturdy, like, I don't know. He just, he was like a man. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know how else to describe him, but yeah, he's also very handsome. Yeah. Masculine um, kind of dude. Yeah. 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 I think he was like, he did something with his hands for his job. Oh yeah. Know? That always gets something, you. Something like that. But, but like in like a, I don't know, but he's also smart. Like if he was some kind of like structural engineer or something like that, you know what I mean? Okay. Like for example, like... <laughs> For example, um, anyway, um, yeah, so he just kind of like walked right in and just, I forget exactly how it went down, but I think he just went straight to like making out. Like we, it was kind of just one of those things where he's like, all right, we, we know the vibe and it was definitely super hot. Um, and he, you know, we, it was just kind of like moving fast, you know, and he kind of like go, we comes onto the bed and he's like, oh my God. He's like, I knew you were so kinky. And I was like, okay. How? I was like, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I, I, I guess I, I was like, okay. I, I don't know. It was just like, it was going really quickly. And I was like, okay. Yeah. He shucked off my pants and, um, nice work. yeah, I mean, 
yeah, I guess I was like, you know, I was very much like into it and it was, I'm sure that was super like obvious, you know? Um, so, you know, I, and I liked being with him and it was, it was what I wanted, you know, I was enjoying it, but it was just like too much too soon. You know, Mm -hmm. I also like, I think, I think really how I was feeling was that I had like been into him and I kind of thought he was like into me, but it kind of just felt like he just wanted to hook up, you know? Right. It was kind of like the vibe and I'm like, wait, 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 you know? Like, I was kind of like, it was just happening too fast for me to kind of like pay attention or to like kind of understand what was happening and understand my feelings about it. Let's put it that way. Um, Sure. Like on the one hand, like I was very turned on, like I could feel how hard he was and he was like very turned on, obviously. And he kept like, you know, feverishly kissing me. And I was like, all right, I don't think I want to have sex tonight. Um, and he was like, okay, okay. But like, he kind of just sort of slowed down a little bit, but it kind of felt like he was still going toward like this goal of, you know, hooking up. Like, I don't really remember the order that things went in, but mm-hmm. I do know I was like, I don't really want to have sex. And he was like, okay, like wink, wink, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like how it felt, you know, he's like, oh, okay. Like you don't want to like have sex, but like we can have sex. Right. You know, like, it's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I kind of like just went along with it. Um, he put my hands, his hands like down my pants and started fingering me. And then, um, actually I think that's when he said like, I knew you were kinky or something like that. Like he was just like, really, it seemed like he was really like getting off on he th- me being like a dirty little slut. Cause I think I might've revealed something like earlier in the night about, some of my sexcapades, you know, right, I think I guys were all already like all hot yeah. and bothered. Cause you'd been talking about sex all night. Yeah. I think I don't remember what I like told them, but I think I had revealed something like, Oh yeah, I just hooked up with a woman or I don't know who knows, who knows what I said. Cause any number of things, like I was very much into like owning my sexuality at this point in time. And yeah, I mean, guys liked that, especially like me kind of acting all like confident and like carefree, like I'm not looking for a relationship. You know, I I don't think I said that, but you know, I gave off the impression like whatever, I don't care. They come, they go, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. It's no big deal. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I think that, yeah. And so he's fingering me and then he just like shoves his finger into my asshole. Jeez. And yeah. And I was just like so stunned and shocked and like surprised. I mean, this was like the first time that I had had, well, it wasn't the first time I'd had something in my asshole, but it was the first time that that had happened without talking about it first or without it being like my idea, you know? So I was like, what the fuck? Like that's mighty presumptuous. You know, you're hooking up with someone for the first time, someone who says they don't want to have sex. And A, you start fingering them. And then B, you just like shove your, you know, thick finger into their asshole. Like, yeah. Like, what the fuck, you know? And I, yeah, but I think, and then I I think, I I kind of don't really know like the rest that happened. I think I kind of like went along for it, along with it for like a few more minutes. And then I was just kind of like, I actually think I like kind of cried out because it kind of like hurt a little. I was like, what the fuck? And then I kind of like went along with it a little bit. And then I was like, um, I don't know. I think I just kind of like got a little distant and like stopped kind of like responding to him. And then I I was like, okay, I I don't remember how it like ended. And I think I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to go to bed or I don't know. Just something kind of like gave him the cold shoulder, something like that. And he like left. 
And then I remember the next morning when I left, um, I was just like, I, I was just like, fuck you basically. Like as I walked to the door, he was like, sorry about last night. And I was like, no, like, fuck you. Yeah. And yeah. And I, it was like, this was like a very pivotal moment for me because I I think up until this point, it had just really kind of all felt like fun and games. Mm -hmm. And it just, I didn't really feel like the consequences of it so much. I mean, yeah, there were emotional consequences like relationships and things like that. But I think overall, like most people I'd been with had like treated me pretty damn well, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. And I think it was what really was hard was, I mean, A, I think I like kind of liked him and but I kind of, it, there was just something about like the way he just came and he like just wanted sex and like totally overrode what I was saying that I wanted. Yeah. It just felt like, it felt like he just, that like what I was saying like mattered so little to him. Right. And that it kind of, it was just like, I just felt so undervalued. It felt so devalued and like quote unquote worthless, you know? Yeah. Sure. Like I, that was like the word that kind of sprang into my mind. You know, it's like he didn't really care like what I wanted or what I said or whatever. Right. So, yeah. So I think that was, um, like I said, it was, it was like, it was kind of this like weird turning point for me where I just, Mm -hmm. I started to just feel it. I was just very hurt by it. Yeah. 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 Totally. Well, that makes sense. I mean, did you, so what it, did you say when you left, actually? Do you remember? Were you like... I don't think I really remember. I think I was just kind of like... Yeah, I don't I don't really remember. Like, I think he, like, tried to say sorry or something, and I was just kind of like... I was like, he's like, sorry, I don't know what happened. Or I, I think he was just trying to be like... Like, he seemed to know that I was, like, mad at him, you know? And I think he was, like, apologizing for that. I really don't remember the specifics um, of what we talked about, but I do kind of remember just kind of giving him like the cold shoulder a little bit and just like leaving and, and just being like being angry. Yeah. About it. Um, yeah. And I think it like, it really took me a while to kind of like realize like how to like, or to try to understand how to categorize that. And I just don't, I think since then I like, I've never known. I mean, it definitely was like, he totally without my consent, you know, took advantage of me mm-hmm. in a way. But it was, it was also just like it happened so fast. and it, But it also wasn't, you know, it, it didn't meet the... It was also like right before the Me Too thing happened. Yeah. So Me Too happened like a little bit later. And I think like a couple months later. And I think I kind of... Yeah, I don't know. I just it just kind of changed the way I felt about sex. And it, it, I just felt like deeply hurt from that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, that makes sense. It's one of those things that's like, on the one hand, you know, I don't really think you need to categorize it. I mean, I can see the desire to, but it's like what you felt is really the most important thing. And then the other thing I would think is just that like, it's, it's, it's such a, the attitude of the person and what they did, um, is that makes you feel terrible about something happening. And if you're not there in the room, like you can't really understand, like I can imagine 
Yeah, of course. But I think that, I guess what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I can imagine someone doing that in such a way that just makes you feel terrible and that is like really violent and like scary, Mm -hmm. you know, and painful. Yeah. And physically painful, you said. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's, it was, yeah, I mean, I don't it's hard to talk about. Cause it's like, it's like, I know it's not quote unquote as like bad as other, you know, instances of like sexual violence. Like, you know, I've talked about this story with like people who are like, like I had someone tell me when I was telling her this story, she's like, Oh yeah. One time I woke up and my friend was like having sex with me, you mm-hmm. know? And I was like, what the, like, so it's like people go through stuff that's like so bad and I'm like, okay, in the grand scheme of it, like this is like not so bad, but I just feel like this was my experience with not having my consent be recognized, like be valued essentially. Yeah. And it, it felt like such a transgression, you know, like it felt like it felt so fucking violating. Yeah. So I can only imagine like what other like you know people who have um who have it go farther have it go longer who have it like you know mm-hmm. in in more violent ways like how horrible how awful that would feel yeah because I think I got a taste of like you know like you said it's yeah you don't have to categorize it to know how it felt and how it felt was like it's it's really the the them not valuing you and what you say Mm-hmm. that is yeah. so hurtful. And I feel like that definitely kind of happened in this situation, you know? Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I'm it's like humiliating. rambling so much. No, yeah. It's humiliating. All. It's like, and maybe it's, they want to humiliate you, you know? And that's what's yeah. terrible about it. Yeah. And I think like in this case, this guy was just like, Oh, like I'm so into it and it's just so kinky and it's just like, you know, we're on board and like maybe with him and his partner, you know, um, he did actually have a girlfriend, um, maybe with him and his partner, like, you know, that's something they do all the time. And so he didn't like realize like how like bad or whatever. And, you know, so it's like, I'm not trying to villainize him. I think for a long time I was like very angry at him and I was like, you know, what an asshole, blah, blah, blah. And like he is, but I also just realized like, you know, um, yeah, I just feel like, yeah, it's, it's just what what I think is important about let me back up here. <laughs> Sorry, let me collect my thoughts. I think the thing that um what I want guys to know is it's like it's the part that feels violating is not is having people not respect what you say. Yeah. That's the part that feels felt violating to me in this situation at least. You know, I can't speak for other people, but that was that is so violating and so dehumanizing. No, totally. That's all yeah. it is, really. It's yeah, not about... Be- yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go, go for it. Go for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, it's so hard to explain, but... Um, and it's so... Like, I don't ha- feel like I like have the words to really talk about this, but um, I think that it's it's not so much... We see it so much as, like, these physical boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's not about physical boundaries. Like, I think sometimes they're like, oh, we'll do this without blah, blah, blah. You know, it's it's not a physical boundary. It's like you should respect whatever someone says about their body, you know? Yeah. 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 And it is 
I mean, it is a, yeah, I mean, it is a physical boundary that's crossed. I mean, and it's also like, like you said, I mean, when you say you don't want to have sex, then what is someone doing with their finger on your asshole? I mean, it's just like, has no, it has no place. I know, right? It has absolutely it's no like... place. And like, honestly, like, yeah, I mean, I don't like, I don't know what his, his game plan was with that. I mean, it's just like really, really strange. It would it's make really me strange. Feel really weird. And it would scare me, I think, because I would be like, where, what's going on? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think also like, you know, probably he thought he's like, oh, well, I'm fingering her. So I guess whatever, you know, maybe with his partner, they make those leaps more frequently or whatever. But then what the fuck was he doing fingering me after I said I don't want to have sex? I guess I was kind of going along with it. But and I yeah, I did kind of like let it happen. Sometimes it's like, oh, well, I don't want to actually have intercourse, but like I'll still like fuck around or something. Yeah. But it kind of just felt like it was happening so fast. And I was like, I don't want to have sex. And he wasn't like, oh, well, what do you want to do? Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Like he was like, oh, we don't have sex. So let's just do anything but that. Like, that's not what I was trying to say. Yeah. And like a finger in your asshole is sex. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. As, as you know, but I just mean mean, like what, like being fingered is sex too. Yeah. And it's like, I think that, you know, you can't really just be this, but this is so the, the world that we grew up in, I think. You and I, mm-hmm. and I think that's interesting that this happened right before me too, because now it seems like there's been a huge reckoning with it because like, if you don't actually say, listen, like anything, any object or any part of your body in any orifice of mine, mm-hmm. it's like, that's, we're going to use the R word on that, you know? So yeah. just like take a fucking totally. big step back. You're not just going to be like, oh, it was just my finger. Like, oh, I was fingering. It's like, no. Yeah. There's no, there's no actually, like, that's the definition that's on the books. And that's the definition that we apparently have to use in our bedrooms now in order to get any, in order to avoid being violated. And I think before that, that there was a bigger discussion around it. It was just people be like, oh, yeah, first of all, a lot of what you're saying, like, yeah, we're not going to have sex. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> OK. Mm-hmm. That's just something that you're saying because you're so kinky. You're such a little slut. Also, like you're coming way out of left field, dude. Like you do not know me. Yeah. At all. But like you don't know what I'm into. So don't pretend like, you know, you know what you're into. Don't project that on me. You yeah. Weirdo. Like, Yeah. But yeah, they're like, oh yeah, like I know what you want more than you do. And we're just, I'm just going to do this because, you know, you feel like you have to say that you don't want to or something. I'm doing you a favor mm-hmm. basically by like overriding like what you said you don't want to yeah. do. And in the meantime, also, we're just going to like have these words that don't really mean anything like because we've never bothered to just sit down and define them. Like you say, you don't want to have sex. Like, okay, I'm not going to put my penis in your vagina, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe not. But yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, yeah, it seems like a really gross experience. I'm sorry. I mean, I, yeah. So like, I think, I think for, well, I mean, I guess one thing I'll say before I, before I like forget, I also think there's something that like 
straight men don't understand about what it feels like to have someone enter you in any mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And like how that really can feel so violating. Like, um, actually I was talking to Ryan about this recently. Um, we were just kind of like just chatting about like sex and stuff. He's like, God, that must be so crazy to like have someone like in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, like sometimes I'm like, I just don't have the like energy to like, or I just don't feel like I'm in the right space to have someone else like inside me for a second. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, and it's for like, sure it's a lot more emotionally taxing and I've heard, you know, yeah. I've heard gay men talk about this or something like people or anybody who has more experience of both mm-hmm. to both, you know, and that is a huge different, it's a totally different experience. You've heard them talk about how like it's a way different experience to be entered than to penetrate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it definitely is. I, I think it's, it's so, I mean, yeah, I, I guess it's weird to have something like in your body and it really is just like such a, um, I mean, it's your fucking body and it's so, it's so vulnerable. It's so mm-hmm. fucking vulnerable. Um, yeah. Yeah, Not to but mention, I, like how much straight men have like so a lot of um, hesitancy in my experience about having my finger in their assholes. <laughs> Just saying, right? like, it's not something I, know, I would they're ever so do without like checking, and like yeah, I mean yeah, and also like I feel like because and it would be painful like it would be like very uncomfortable if you weren't like really ready for it and like yeah yeah I mean I know we had a conversation like or I've told a story I mean I've told some I've told some stories on this podcast but like Mm -hmm. I told a story about having like anal sex you know when I wasn't like um yeah like I like having someone put his penis in my butt when I wasn't like ready for it and you know I think that I, I, you know, it, it wasn't for me like a a bad experience, but, um, what I would say is that that's definitely not the way to go about it. But also I think that what made it different was that we were having sex and Mm -hmm. we like, um, I, you know, I was very much, I had very much given consent to have, to have sex. Like that's what we were there to do. And, you mm-hmm. know, it, it just, I, th- yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't you even felt- know why I'm bringing that up, but like, I just, I guess like my point is that context is everything. And mm-hmm. yeah. I also don't think that that was a great thing that that person did. And, you know, maybe if I had been a bit more sober, a bit more, uh, you know, assertive. It might yeah. not, I might not have had like such a chill, uh, response to it, but, um, yeah, I just think it's, you know, context is everything as they say. Context is everything. And yeah, I think I really, I think it, this happening before me too, mm-hmm. um, is a, is part of the reason why it, like it just took me a long time to like sort it out too, because, you're hearing these like horrible stories of everyone talking about like their experiences. And I was like, Oh, well 
that made me feel really bad. Like I knew instantly that I was like mad at him and that he had like pissed me off and that it was just like, it felt like a transgression, you know? Yeah. And then I was kind of sorting out like, why did that feel so shitty? And it like, it really did just sort of change, you know, my sexual experiences after that. I would definitely, how did, I can't even explain like how it affected it, but it just kind of like, felt like I had like this like wound for a little while where I just kind of felt, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, I don't know. It just, I was like very hurt to have been so disrespected and kind of like Mm -hmm. treated so like worthlessly that I was just, um, I don't know, kind of had a little bit of a sadness about sex for a little while. And, but I would still keep having it, of course, because, you know. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, but it was, it was a little bit more, um, I don't know. I guess I kind of like was not really listening to myself in certain ways. It was kind of like a little more reckless, a little bit more reckless, like, oh, whatever. Like I'll just do it. It doesn't matter. I I kind of like devalued sex after that. That makes sense. Like I kind of was like, oh, it's okay. It's fine. It's no big deal. Whatever. Like I almost like didn't value my own body as enough. Okay. Like interesting. in a way. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, it's really hard to explain. It was very hard for me to understand it. Only like kind of looking back on it now, do I have like more perspective on it? Cause mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't really know. It just kind of made, I just had a little bit of like a sadness or kind of a need for more like love and caring from the people that I was like with. Yeah. But also like a, like a, a lot more of like, almost like this, like kind of armor on where I was like, oh, I don't need like your love and affection, whatever. Like I'll just have sex with you. It doesn't matter. It's okay. It's not a big deal, whatever. Yeah, right. Like kind of, kind of, yeah. Yeah, those, but I think that's a very common type of contradictory behavior. Like yeah, usually when you're hurt about something, you, you know, you'll act like in your, against your best interests or something, it seems like to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like the sexual experiences I had afterward were bad or with bad people, but I think I just kind of like it, I devalued it in my own mm-hmm. eyes kind of a little bit. Yeah. Um, sure. That makes yeah. sense. Cause then it's not as powerful, you know? Yeah, I think so. I think that that kind of explains it, um, to some, to some degree for sure. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think like I was, uh, started to say before, I think that it happening before me too was also interesting because you hear all these other people's stories and they sound, sounded so much like worse than mine. Mm-hmm. So I was like, was it that was it? So there's this thing that happens where you're like, and I, I know that like rape victims talk about this all the time where they're like, yeah, they, they don't want to think of themselves as a victim mm-hmm. because that's like super disempowering, you know? So they're like, oh, well nothing happened. It was fine. It was miscommunication, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think I, for a long time, like, it, yeah, like it was a, a lot of that. It was a lot of like, oh, well it was fine. It just kind of happened but I was like still upset about it. And I didn't really know how, like how to explain or how to describe it. And then especially in contrast to these other people's stories that seem so much worse, I was like, oh, well it wasn't that. So it's not, you know, Hmm. the R word. And it was just like, what do you, yeah, I had no idea how to like categorize or understand it. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that happened with me with, um, number two. Like I didn't realize what it was until much later. Yeah. I mean, because it's funny that the 
yeah, well, is it funny? Is funny the word? The example that you gave earlier of, you know, waking up and having someone be having sex with you or whatever, and that you said that that made someone telling you that that had happened to them made you feel like what had happened to you was was um, not as bad. But, you know, that that happened to me. And I also, you know, really mm-hmm. did a lot of mental gymnastics to kind of make it seem like it wasn't a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. um, never, never even considered like reporting it, confronting him, didn't tell mm-hmm. anyone, you know, as like as as we've discussed. But it's like I don't think that that reaction that you had like, oh, this is not that big of a deal or it's not as bad as it could have been. Um, I don't think that that is at all like proportionate to like what happened. And I don't think Mm -hmm. that it ever is in proportion to what happens to us, you know, as you were just kind of saying, like, because you don't want to think of yourself as a victim or you don't really want to deal with it. So you just kind of go like, like, yeah, you kind of explain it away, you know, by the way, the, um, the person I had been talking, actually, I just realized, I think I conflated your story with this other girl who I was talking to, but it was the same story. In, in a way, like same thing uh-huh. happened or she was like, she went home in an Uber, like with her friend and like stayed at his house or something. And then he like, I don't uh-huh. know if she woke up though. I think I like conflated that with your story, but okay. by the way, I wasn't thinking of you. I was thinking of somebody else who has a very similar story. So it's like, obviously here we are again. It's so common, you know, yeah, um, yeah totally. to have these bad stories. That also happened to like a, a mutual acquaintance of ours. Ah, in Missoula. Mm. Anyways. Oh, no. I'm actually not thinking of that person. Yeah. But. So there we go. Wow. We can just. There we go. It's like we don't even know (laughs) who we're talking about. I know. Like, are you talking about that time that you, someone was asleep and they woke up to having sex with them? No, no, not that time. This time. Oh, that time. No, no, no. Not that time. This time. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's fucked fucking up. crazy. It's very crazy out here. Yeah, and it's, it's scary. very crazy. It's very crazy. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I don't really know what else to say about it. That like we all, we all know the the narrative. You know, it's like men need or like boys need to be taught how to be better communicators and like about consent and, but it's also just it's about respecting another human. Mm-hmm. It's like. I feel like I appreciate I and I don't I'm not like well versed enough in like you know how to teach about consent or how to learn about it or how to talk about it like I'm not that like knowledgeable in this topic so I don't want to like say something that you know is incorrect but it sucks that we even have to like give people a play-by-play on this cuz really what it comes down to is just like respecting somebody yeah as like as a sovereign being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with you. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's like really not that complicated. <laughs> yeah. When you it think about be it. Complicated. I think when you're told your whole life that like, you know, you know, I, I just think that the messaging that men get is, is absolutely whack. You know, it, it yeah, it's not an excuse, but, it is crazy. <laughs> like I remember once I was walking down the street and um, this 
grandfather or like he looks like a grandfather whatever this older guy starts like berating this young man for not catcalling me and he's like what she's walking on the street you're staring at her like you clearly like say hello say hello beautiful say where are you going say something say something <laughs> like basically like don't be a fucking pussy like and um yeah and like basically oh my god you know, and he, like, kind of winked at me, the grandpa, like, you know, like, this is what you want, like, I'm getting this, I'm, like, I'm, you know, like, we're in this together, we're gonna teach him, and I was, like, this is absolutely insane, <laughs> like, <laughs> the fact that I'm witnessing this at all is just, like, such a mind fuck. because, you know, you don't usually get to see, you know, the, a glimpse behind the curtain. The teachable moments. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, the winky, the wink thing made me think that the grandpa thought that, that this would be, like, what I wanted. Yeah. To be, yeah, like, shouted out. Yeah. And call, you know, because I'm being called beautiful or something. I mean, a lot of people who catcall actually think women enjoy it. Anyways, it's a whole other yeah. conversation, obviously. But I'm just, like, I mean, to even begin to pull on the end of that string about, like, how confused people are <laughs> yeah I mean and and that's exactly what was going on with this guy he really thought I liked it because he thought I was like a dirty little slut who just wanted to get thrown around and then you know yeah. I didn't need anything I just gonna smoke a cigarette afterward and just send him on his way and then wait for the next one to roll in you know yeah <laughs> what a nice fantasy for him yeah, a very nice fantasy. I mean, I don't want to um, blame porn. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm very like pro porn. I love porn. That's great. It's I'm not against it, but I think it's it's interesting how these fantasies are played up so much in porn in a way that can be really like. I don't know. I think disparaging to women. Like I think some porn is super disparaging to women and teaches guys yeah. that we're just like these little fuck toys, you know? Like mm -hmm. that's not Yeah, I mean it's just not how it is in real life. And so I can understand how you might be wanting to like live out a fantasy and like be like, "Oh, you know, like you're not just like a porn star acting out like, you know, yeah, feigning your orgasm or whatever. Yeah, I know. And like, what's so annoying to me about that, what just really pisses me off, is like, if you want to live out a fantasy like that, you know, just like fucking pay for it. You know, just yeah, hire a sex worker who's down. Explain what you want. <laughs> like, just you know, don't don't go looking for it in in with twenty five girls, twenty five year old girls who you've known for like twenty five minutes. Like, don't yeah. be cheap, you know? Just, like, I know. be a grown-up <laughs> and, like, go get it. But yeah. don't, you know, otherwise you're just being a predator. Yep, exactly. And, I mean, like, going full circle back to your number 21, mm -hmm. it's, like, there's a way to do it. There's a way to live out the fantasy if both yeah. people are into it. Yeah. And you, you like, you're like, I mean, I was super into it when he came into my room and we started making out. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like DTF some other mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Or like in on my terms, you know, like I I'm down for that. Like I liked him, whatever. It could have gone down totally differently if he'd been like, 
oh, okay, like, let's just not have sex then. I'm sure I would have fucked him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know. I know the irony. See, and like, <laughs> and that seems like maybe it's confused a few of the dumb, of the dumber ones, you know? Because it's like, <laughs> you think like, oh, we're probably like, she's going to say that. And then like, maybe we'll have, we'll end up having sex anyways. Yeah, maybe. But only if you actually respect her wishes to not have sex yeah. like you can't skip that that yeah phase step you can't skip yeah because like going going back to again going back to your number 21 i think well you wanted to feel like the danger whatever of of like the kind of the um the subdom relationship yeah but ultimately you can only feel like that if you actually feel safe with that person exactly so yeah. yeah. And I did, I definitely did not feel safe because it was moving so quickly, like immediately I, or not immediately, but like very quickly I was like, okay, this is off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. Something A doesn't feel right for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> it's my 21 story. There we go, man. Yeah. I'm sorry that that happened. Yeah, thank you. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that like your stuff happened, and I'm sorry it has to happen to people. And um, yeah, yeah. I'm. I. Uh, I don't know. I'm like. I feel like it was interesting to have it happen in a way where I could kind of like observe those feelings, and um, I don't know. In a way, it was kind of just an interesting experience because I really do empathize so much with you know women who have like all this stuff happen and just like. To kind of understand, I guess, just what about it does feel so violating and mm-hmm. kind of go through that experience. Like, I don't know. I feel bonded in a way with other people and um, have so much empathy for them and what they experience and go through. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, know. for sure. For sure. It's awful. Yeah, same. All right. Well, okay. Well, we'll be back for next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. to What's Your Number. This episode was produced by Olivia and Mariah. Music is by No Fancy. You can learn more about us and check out our blog at whatsyournumberpod.com. We are on Instagram at whatsyournumberpod and on Twitter at therewasthisguy. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades. <laughs>